When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. Joined, as I often am, on a Monday by my all-the-time husband, sometimes co-host, Kyle. Partially functional (laughs) man-child. You said it, not me. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing. I was counting on you to be like, no, you're most fully functional man child. Mar- like partially plus functional. You're ch- uh, child churlish? Ooh, churlish. Or childish. Which is it? Childish, partly childish, partly churlish. I think we should probably start a poll that I'm never allowed to read the results of. Okay. Because I'll go in the tank. That feels fair. That feels good. Um, Hey, it's beginning to look a lot like Advent around here. Almost. When you said that. Yeah. All I could think about. There is a meme for all of us who hate the cold weather. Yeah. There's a picture of a snowy cabin someplace and the meme statement is, it's beginning to look a lot like F this. <laughs> Only they they spell out the word. Yes, 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 yes. Because the word. they aren't regulated by the FCC. Uh-huh. We're not either. Um, mildly. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, it is... We just celebrated the last Sunday of the liturgical calendar. And just sat outside in sub... Sub 55 degree, I can't even talk because my body's so cold. Um, Not to make it weird, my butt cheeks are like (laughs) icicle cold. That's, I had a coat, a hat, a blankie, Mm -hmm. but then my butt was on a mesh seat. And so my butt is cold, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't either. I hate cold weather. Well, here we are. Um, and it is the end of the liturgical year. That means it's the liturgical new year the starting. Liturgi- that begins with the solemnity of the cold butt cheeks. <laughs> That's right. That's the one we've been missing all these years. Yes. Advent is about to begin. We are going into the week of Thanksgiving. There's a lot going on is what I'm trying to say. But we are still here on this Monday to provide you with all things awesome, including, but not limited to... Butt cheeks. <laughs> cold butt cheeks, apparently. And things that you can watch, that you can read, that you can listen to, and things to entertain you and possibly encourage you in the lifestyle department. You know, if we can't see eye to eye on anything, we all have butt cheeks. 
That's a very true fact, as far as I know. I feel like that's a unifier. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. If you ever just think of it, like if you're ever intimidated by somebody, just remember they've got butt cheeks just like you. I think you should yell at them. At them. <laughs> what do you know? We all have butt cheeks. <laughs> All right, in the realm of what to watch, you took up awesome resident purveyor of awesome, um, recommender of all things. Mm-hmm. Shell suggested we might check out the... Well, two things from her, I believe. Okay, the Netflix movie, and I could not remember the name of it, and I just know that it has... Is it The Red Line? Maybe. That was the one with The Rock and... and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and what's her name? Gal Gadot. Yes. Or is it Gal Gadot? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of the things. There's a gal, gal Gadot. within her name. Or her butt cheeks cold? I don't know. I mean... If she's here, they are. Yes. I think we can be clear on that. So you watched that. I did. Upon Shell's recommendation. Mm-hmm. I attempted to watch it. No surprise to anybody. Mama fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. You do that. Yes. That's how you know a movie's good, when you fall asleep. Yes, that's that's a very also fair If you stay indicator. awake, usually it's terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not for me, but for you. What was this one that has um, The Rock? What's his real name? Um, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne but Johnson. I feel like at some point he had his name legally changed to The Rock okay. and then maybe, maybe changed back. I don't know. I could be making all that up. Was it a heist movie? It was a heist movie. Okay. Heists are quite enjoyable. Very, very much so. Did you enjoy it? I did. It was it was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Mm-hmm. I will say, for having three stars, effectively, in the show, mm-hmm. the three that we've listed, any one of them being the main in any number of sure, movies, yeah. it felt a little bit like we're getting paid because we're A-list actors. I wondered if... The Rock and Ryan Reynolds specifically were just showing up on set and being The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hundo P, yes. Which is not not entertaining. Right. It's, by golly, their signature thing is them. Yeah, exactly. This this did seem very much like a vehicle for them to just do their their usual thing. Um, And so you watched it, and Mm -hmm. again... An enjoyable watch, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's worth a, it's worth a watch. Now, if you're feeling intellectual, yeah, you'll be disappointed by this. I want to give everybody permission right now to, unless you're just like truly inspired, to just turn off that need for any kind of intellectual entertainment from now and through the end of year. Yeah, yeah. Just let's just coast. Um, what was the other thing you watched? Was I, it a shell recommendation? It was. Too? I feel like it was a an older. Shell recommendation. I could be giving her credit that she doesn't deserve. I don't know. <laughs> She'll um, take it though. <laughs> it's fine. She can. And I'm offering it to her to take. Okay. Um, I don't remember the name of it. And I'm sure if it was her or whoever it was, because I feel like somebody recommended it, they will reach out in the ever elite Facebook group mm-hmm. of Awesome Today and they will say, it's this, you idiot. Mm-hmm. And feel free to call me an idiot, so okay. long as you do so lovingly. Sure, sure, sure. Um, The gist of the movie is it was a weird mix of heist and zombie apocalypse. Oh. There was no reason for the two to coexist. <laughs> Neither one really played off of the other because the zombie apocalypse was going on in the U.S. The heist was Europe. Oh, okay. That's a twist. Yeah, it was interesting. Um it was interesting. The lead protagonist is a 
safecracker. He's basically been a, a reject nerd his whole life, and through some weird dark web exposure, he was introduced to a group mm. where his skills were needed, mm. and his skills were different than Liam Neeson's ah, specific I set yes. of skills. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, yeah. was, it was also entertaining, if not just trying to figure out what was going on and trying to determine moment to moment whether I needed to read subtitles or listen to the English that was periodically spoken. Okay. Also, speaking of subtitles, wait, would you give that a thumb up or a thumbs down? You can't I give remember it a thumbs the name up. of it. I give it a thumbs up. Somebody will remember it. Somebody will share the, Somebody's, the details. Somebody is shouting it at their phone right now. As you should. Yes. If, this, if nothing else... This little not normally you production mm-hmm. for the week, it should inspire screaming at your phone. Yes. Or we failed. Okay. All right. I will bear that in mind. Sometimes I scream at you over the phone. I scream. You scream. We all scream for ice cream. At our phones. At our phones. Give um, me ice cream, you Apple product. <laughs> not Apple ice cream. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, speaking of things that are subtitled and also in English, Back and forth. You started watching Narcos Mexico season three. That yes, like a mouthful. I think it's season three. We, Pretty sure it is. yeah, I got all confused with all the Narcos. Yeah, because there's more than one. Well, season one, though, I feel like they changed nomenclature, but I can't even guarantee that they're all related. Mm-hmm. The original Narcos was exploration of Pablo Escobar. Yes. Which is Colombia. Yes. But that needed to be trafficked through mm-hmm. either by plane through the Caribbean or on foot mm-hmm. or wagon, probably not wagons, yeah. something through Mexico, right through the southern border. Yes. Um, but there is more specifically the Narcos Mexico. And right. Yeah. However, all that works. Yeah. Season three is what they called it. Yes. And I watched it. I am watching it. You are still watching it. Yes. This is how I know. You know that a movie is a good movie if I fall asleep. That's yeah. the tale. Well, this tale. is a show, not well, a but, movie. Well, here's what I was going to say. I know that a film or TV series is excellent if it involves subtitles and you will watch it because you are yeah. traditionally very anti-subtitle. Well, this is another one that's a mix. Yes. So just in the moment that I black out and I can't make my old eyes focus any that's, longer on yes. a screen to read words, they yes. speak English. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Now you can get and back into the plot. just as I'm settling into my comfort zone, here come more freaking subtitles. Yeah. It is a big portion of it is because we do have old eyes. We have a great TV, yeah. but we have old eyes. Well, do we? Maybe we should have like a 70-inch screen in the bedroom <laughs> so I can at least reach up and feel the electrons by Braille and know what it's saying. <laughs> Okay, well, I watched a movie this week that lots of other awesomes watched. You didn't. It's on Netflix. It's called Love Hard. It is a romantic comedy. It's Die Hard, the pornography version. <laughs> it feels the the title sounds like it. The titling is questionable, but here's I'm going to give you a little spoiler because this is revered, re, uh, revealed pretty early in the movie. So it's a it's a romantic comedy. It takes place at Christmas or rom com as the kids call it. Mm-hmm, a rom com, a Christmas rom com. Um, a crum chromacon. Um, what? I don't like that. It got crazy. The two romantic leads have a discussion where they talk about their favorite Christmas movies. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) No. Um, One of them says that the favorite is Love Actually. The other declares Die Hard, which this is very controversial, as you know. 
is Die Hard a Christmas movie, is it not? And so if you mash up those two movie titles, Love Actually and Die Hard, you get Love Hard. So this stars... Die Actually. (laughs) (laughs) Die Actually. If a Gen Zer named it, that's what it would be called. Um... This stars as the female romantic lead, Nina Dobrev. Now, you don't know actresses' names. Do you know who, where we've seen Nina Dobrev? No. Vampire Diaries. Which, it's been a while since we've watched Because <laughs> I make you watch all the vampire shows. I, we have watched a this lot of the, vampire stuff. This was the, I think, maybe CW production. Um, where well, I know there's, the, there's I the know brothers. The show. Oh, okay. And so yeah, she's like the main the main girl, lady on the Vampire Diaries. Galady? I guess you could call it that. Anyway, she's the romantic lead in Listen this movie. here, girl lady. This is, does anyone say that in a very redneck voice? Nope. Why they not? Don't. Because sit still, hold your thoughts. I'm trying. Hold your commentary. You're not even trying a little bit. Hold your comments. <laughs> Let me just say the part about what the movie's about. I'm playing bejeweled. Go for it. <laughs> Um, Nina Dobrev, Jimmy O. Yang is the male lead. It is a rom-com, but it's also a story of being catfished, where you think that somebody that you meet online is one thing, you meet them in person, they're not the thing. This happens constantly to me. Oh, really? You meet a lot of people online? Well, the the dating apps. Yeah, that's what happened in the movie. Maybe you should watch this. Maybe you'll relate to it. It could be a story about my life, except that Jimmy O. Yang, there'd be an apostrophe and you'd wonder, is he Asian or Irish Uh, or both? For you, it is, uh, yeah, probably leaning towards the Irish side. Um, I will say this movie is not doing well with critics at all, but... Audiences are loving it. Like I said, okay. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Lots of the awesomes are like, hey, you know what? It's a cute movie. Don't think about it too hard. Don't overthink it. Put your brain into okay. holiday movie mode. I feel and it's like enjoyable. that's your theme right now. It is my theme right now. Let's just. I said it. Let's, let's coast. coast through the end of the year. We don't need to challenge ourselves in these last weeks yeah. of 2021. Drink heavily. Embrace passive aggressiveness. You don't even have to do any of those things. No, you must. You can if you choose to, but you don't have to. I feel like that's all that makes for a very Merry Christmas. Drinking heavily and being passive aggressive? Yeah. Okay. Well, if I could remind you as a Catholic, your Christmas season doesn't start until Christmas Day. So. Well, so you say. Step back. So you say. No, I don't say it. The church does. Listen, the church told me something different. We talk more candidly than she and you. Yeah, okay. So those were some watches. And I do have just a couple of selections on reads. I will say I, I looked through the Hangout group. Not a ton of recommendations right now because I do think that people have preemptively, like in a precog way. They've shut down. They've taken my advice. They, they didn't even know I was going to say it. But people are kind of just like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get through to the end. But I will say I finished First Frost, which I just mentioned on Friday's episode. This is the Sarah Addison Allen follow-up to um, the book Garden Smells. Both of these are so delightful and just so cozy. And this is exactly what I was looking for in my fall reading. Um, Superstar Dana had suggested these to me, and I'm so delighted that she did because they were great. Um, Also, Awesome Beth suggested a, a novel from 2019 called Lovely Wards by Julie Berry. 
She described it as historical World War I fiction with a touch of fantasy. So you know my ears perked up. I was yeah. like, fantasy, you say. And war. I don't really like the war you love fiction. War. No, I don't. I don't oh I do gosh. not I do not traditionally Listen. like World War One and World War Two um historical fiction specifically. World War Three? <laughs> yep. I do enjoy that. Okay. All right. Uh, because it's driven by vampires. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We it's can only the, hope. It's the Hitler set up a moon base, returned with vampires. That's World War Three, if anybody was wondering. Okay. And that's in the alternate timeline? No, that's... It's about to happen. Okay. This is why Biden was elected. <laughs> Lord help us. Okay, now... Uh, the brief overview of this book, uh, Lovely War, is a sweeping, multi-layered romance with a divine twist. It's from the Prince Honor winning author of The Passion of Dulce. I have not read that. Maybe probably because it's historical fiction. Okay. Set in the perilous days of World Wars One and Two, So it's like historical fiction, but also there's some Greek myth. Interesting. Stirred into it. It is very, it's an interesting concept. So again, Austin Beth suggested that and said that she really enjoyed it. Listening-wise, as you may or may not know... Oh, trust me, I'm fully aware. I read I read your note. I'm fully aware, probably more aware than you. That... Adele. Released. She released an album. What's, and what's it called? Um, according to your notes, 30? Yep, that's yeah. right. Much anticipated post-divorce... Uh, you know, Adele, of course, specializes in the breakup uh, genre of, yeah. of music. Yeah, it's almost like she manifests continual breakups oh so that gosh. she has more songs to write and what sing. What if she does? Maybe that's exactly what's happening. I think it is. Okay. Now, I will I will say uh, we've had a lot going on in personal life, business off mic. I have not gotten to listen to this when a new album comes out from an artist that i love i like to sit down and listen one time all the way through from the top of the album all the way to mm. the end because mm. i feel like artists are very intentional with what track that's generous goes in order on the album that's generous well it's my feeling and it's I probably it. true yeah for her and your number one fangirl focus Taylor I, Swift. Yeah. Now, I know it's intentional with Taylor Swift. But I think for the majority of artists, it's probably not true. Well, it's also true for um, your friend and mine, Nathaniel Rateliff. He's talked Listen, about this. with Nate's uh, hardcore. I've listened to many hours of interviews. He he's <laughs> asked me to call him Nate, by the way. Okay, good. And he is hardcore. And I have yes. no doubt there's a whole message there. In fact, there's probably a whole religion there. Probably. Um, so, yes, I, I like... Well, here's the thing. I think about how much time, energy, thought, and care I put into, for example, yeah. making a Spotify playlist. The Tetsi, as we refer to it, because that's the an acronym uh, for... Time, energy, thought, and care. <laughs> you were actually listening to that. I was trying. I almost blacked out. Okay. It was hard to focus. Okay. <laughs> well, I think about how much I put into just putting together a playlist. It's very important to me what songs come in what order. Mm -hmm. I have to think an artist who has written these songs, recorded them, all of those things, is thinking about it, too. Some. I guess that's a whole other side topic Yeah. that we don't have to go into, Okay. is how many performers are actually artists. Well... That's a very good side topic. 
and I think we could discuss and debate. But you don't want to. Well, I'm just, I do think that Adele, as a songwriter herself, and as somebody who has a sort of vision for what the album okay. is going to convey, the story it's going to tell. So you would or would not give the same credibility to Kid Rock? I would, I don't know, Does, if Kid Rock writes his own songs, I actually could see him being the kind of, I don't think genre matters. I, I think it's about like the construction of the story that the album tells. Yeah, which actually, and I mean, I'm not saying this to be contentious or anything else. I'm not suggesting that anyone should like him or shouldn't or yeah. Adele or anyone else, but he is releasing a thing or has released, I don't know, somewhere in the process. Mm -hmm. And whether you agree with it or not doesn't matter. It's the fact that there is, there yeah. seems to be a coherent message right. through this whole delivery of things. Exactly. As opposed to, I'm just going to use an easy punching bag example. Harry Styles? No, I wasn't even going to say Oh, sick burn. I caught you hating on Rebecca. No, I yep. was not going to say... Sorry, Rebecca. It's was, been revealed. I was not going to say Harry Styles. I was going to say our... You were going to say Styles, Harry? No. <laughs> Do one, it all militaristically? Yeah. One of our daughters is super into K-pop, especially mm. the band BTS, and it's very, you know, bubblegum pop-ish music. And so when I look at an album like that, again, this could be my own old person prejudices, but I don't know if they put a lot of thought and care into which song comes where on the album, but I could be wrong. I, I am open to being corrected on that. I just feel strongly all of this to say. You love Adele. I love Adele. And I will not just cherry pick the, listening to songs on this new album. I want to listen to it start to finish. And then I'll go back and listen to the ones I really like. You know Fair what enough. I mean? Yeah. Now, of course, in the realm of listening, everyone is still buzzing about Taylor Swift's recent uh, release of Red Taylor's version. Oh, is it a release? It's a release. Or is it a re-release? Well, it's, it's the material is largely the same with some new um, additions. But... What you With need an e to know. Or an a. New additions or new additions? Oh, it's all new editions, E, but there are some additions okay. to the album. Words are important. They are, and Except spelling is important. Yes. <laughs> um, what you need to know is that on the TikTok, the Swift conspiracy slash rumor mill, mill is ablaze. Mm. People are speculating that she has been dropping some prolific hints that the third album of a rumored trilogy, she has never confirmed nor denied that the recent releases of Folklore and um, Evermore are uh, part two of, like, they're one and two of a mm -hmm. three-part series. Of Everfolk, <laughs> which yes. is the third edition with an A and an E. I watched a very convincing TikTok this morning to Swifties explaining how they came to the theory that the third album is going to be called Seashore and that it's coming out possibly this month. Now, I think that that is I would a like bold to go, leap. I would like to go to the seashore this month. Okay. Preferably the southern Atlantic seashore. Okay. Nothing at, at may I say, butt-cheek chilling temperatures. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a thing to throw in here. Is it about Taylor Swift's third supposed album in this well, trilogy? It's about TikTok, which you referenced mm -hmm. as it relates to all of this. TikTok, 
For Gen Zers, if anybody even gives a crap about them, well, we do. TikTok <laughs> just became not the number one, but the number two app. It outpaced Instagram, Facebook, the only thing left and for Twitter. it. To, and Twitter? Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Twitter. You said Instagram and Facebook. Yes, yes definitely. Instagram and, and Twitter. Were the the big two, but yeah. it already I think it may have already outpaced Facebook. I'm not sure. Yeah, the only thing left that it has to conquer, of all things, is YouTube. I believe it. I thought that was interesting. It is interesting. I had actually put it in our notes to cover later, but okay, you, well, you stole your own thunder. <laughs> well, listen, if you can't steal your own thunder, whose thunder can you steal? That's a good old question. It's uh, it's probably a, oldest time. A Taylor Swift is oldest time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh huh. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So last night, <laughs> last night, you and your sons mm -hmm. all went to bed early. My three sons. Yep. I have three sons. You do have three. All of you Two went to bed early. Same looking fellows. Yep. And my daughters. <laughs> Listen, all of our kids are all yes. of ours. In, case, if, of in like, case you're new to Sort of Awesome and you're we're wondering. The abbreviated version of the Brady Bunch yep. because there's only three sons and, and two daughters. Yeah. Um, we, the daughters and I, we stayed up late and we got to talking about screen time on your phone. And my I, phone? What the hell are you doing on my phone? On, all three of you. On the phone in each of us holds in our possession and on our phones. You pass my phone around as though it were a digital Ouija board. How dare you? <laughs> um, we, we dug into I this. I like how you just ignore my comments and move on. <laughs> Feels like real life. I was thinking, you know, it would be interesting to grab your phone and look at your screen time I app on I your phone. I would not recommend it. Well, AJ showed Daisy and I some things that we didn't even know that you could look up in your screen time. Dark web? App. No, just looking at screen time. Oh. And we were all sharing the apps that we are on the most and how many hours. And, and AJ spends an um, exorbitant wow. amount of time lots, on TikTok. Lots of time. Um, and so anyway, all of that to say, I am not even a tiny bit surprised that amongst Gen Zers, the, the download rate of TikTok is, it's just, it's unstoppable. I was surprised. But then, as in the moment of my surprise, I was like, "Well, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen her on Instagram, or definitely not on Twitter. Not she's not on Twitter. She does have Instagram. Both girls. This is so interesting to me. Both girls have Instagram. You know what function of Instagram they use it for the most? Probably dad hate videos no, or pictures. No, something. it has nothing to do with you. Okay, relax. I was just I'm suspecting DMs. Both of them, their friend groups, they have basically essentially group texts on Instagram. They're not in the texting app. The only thing it's that I can... the FBI can't track it. <laughs> I think the F FBI definitely tracks it. <laughs> it's an FBI program. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or the CIA, or both. Well, That's a combo. They're all in the it's same family. It's a two family. for one, yes. They all have the same miserable Christmas together. <laughs> I just find this fascinating, but the only thing I can think that makes it make sense is if you have friends that are, some of you are using Android devices, some of you are using Apple devices, oh, a, an, app like, friends, then. an app like uh, Instagram is kind of a unifier. Like everybody has the same, uh, how can I say this? Like the Christmas holiday. Messaging we all functions. show up. How are you, butthole? Great, jackass. 
Pretty sure that's how their DMs read. That's how the FBI and CIA work together. Okay, yes. So, interesting. All right, let's talk about lifestyle, because we kind of already are. I do have two recommendations from the Awesomes that I wanted to share. Awesome Ginger highly recommends a product that she found on Amazon called the Snug Stop Bed Wedge Pillow. That's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Or a crotchful, depending on how you use your pillow. <laughs> no, the, be- the wedge feels like a thing you'd crotch grab. <laughs> that's not, nope, that's not no? how you use it. It's called the Snug Stop because you, you, you prop it up against your headboard and it, it closes oh. the gap so that you're not losing things in Listen, that gap. Listen, that's between. a big gap on our bed. It's huge. I regularly, I will lose an entire pillow yes! down that overnight. I know. The gap between our mattress and our headboard is cavernous. It is vast. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I like sort of suspected that a product like this must exist. I never would have gone to look for it myself. Thank you, you, Ginger. You never would have called it a snug stop? I think a snug stop sounds great. It reminds me of Snuggy. It reminds me of Wedgie. (laughs) Because, of course, the wedge pillow language, too. But yeah. Wedgies are not enjoyable. Often in mass, I'll look at the people in front of us because they're in front of us, and that's where my eyes are facing, and there's wedgie removal in the yeah. moments where we stand. Yeah, it's not. I saw what you saw this morning. We haven't even talked it was, about it. It was just, not even, no, it yeah. wasn't even subtle. No, so. in fact, I would say aggressive. <laughs> I would say aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, Ginger has been using it for reading in bed, which again, great application of it. If you are prone to snoring like I am, I think also could be a great investment. What if you hammer it down in the mouth hole so there's no snoring? No, if you are tilted up a little Listen, bit for some think, of us. You believe that makes a difference. You? How dare you? How I dare am you? I'm the observer. Of this, the participant the reci- in the mayhem, <laughs> the, recipient. The, the recipient of the non <laughs> non snore stop. Well, listen. In my defense, you've had five kids. Yes, let's put that at the top of the list. In my secondary defense. I do try to stack my pillows so that I can get a little elevation. Yes. But because of but said <laughs> gap, the pillows sink down well, in there and you, it's completely ineffective. You say that. What I watch happen is you stack the pillows and they set pristine and you just scoot down the bed so you're not on them. Mm. There's two phenomenon that occur in the snoring experience. Mm-hmm. One, you do. You shimmy down the bed mm-hmm. and then you... Pull the feet up so they're not hanging off the bed. It's a semi-fetal position that you do. And then secondarily, you love nothing more. Nothing more. Because I sleep on the right. You sleep on the left. You love nothing more than turning to your right and driving your right arm up so that your elbow is above your mouth. And as soon as it crosses that threshold, it's like you can't stop the, the... feeling a- aggressive <laughs> the feeling can't yeah you, you don't want to fight it it's bigger than the both of us all of the yeah. things all i have to do is touch your elbow mm-hmm. you'll suck that arm down and the snoring stops but when i'm not paying attention the arm sneaks up it's 
more sneaky than a tribe of ninjas. Yes. And that's when the most aggressive outpouring comes. But the pillows are always pristine. There is no pillow falling. Okay. I don't care. I'm getting a snack stop. Okay. Also, may I, for the record, Your Honor, say that you also do snore. Oh, I absolutely snore. It's just that my snoring tends to happen when you are on the brink of sleep. Well, you typically, typically, not always, fall asleep hours before I do. It's, that is not an exaggeration, <laughs> except for the, except for last night. Well, and uh, that's why I said typically. Yeah. Last night, I let's blame it on your snoring. I was up so many nights in a row so late that last night I was just like, nope, going well, going to bed now. If that makes you feel my better body's about horizontal, the story you're telling yourself horizontal, okay. hor- horizontal. Or that sounds like origami horizontal mixed together. I folded myself into a swan yes. and I slept and snored. I don't deny that I snore. Right. So when here's the thing about me falling asleep, I feel like you're not going to like this word at all, but I'm going to say it anyway. When it comes to your brink of sleep, you're a little precious about it. Yeah, I am. A slight disturbance can bring you back to full yeah. awakeness. But when I fall asleep. It does not matter what is happening. You're a brute. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm an aggressive a fall asleeper. I am absolutely a princess and there is a pee somewhere. And if I roll over and it disturbs me, there'll be no sleep. Exactly. Exactly. Now we- there's a, there's a hyper moment for me. I realize this. It's in the, who knows the actual time length of duration. Yeah. It varies. Yeah. But if I'm disturbed in the very moment that my body is finally like, hey, brain, shut up. Your yeah. body's going to sleep. But then there's a somebody texts, calls, there's a snore, there's one of the kids yells out in their sleep because we have sleep yellers. We have a very noisy herd. Then it's wrecked and it's wrecked for like a whole sleep cycle. For, so for yeah. three more hours, I'm just like, damn it, man. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Call me precious if you want. Okay. It's not that you are precious, but in that moment, in that like sliver of time. Uh, no question. I'm not yes. denying this. Okay. Um, awesome Amy suggested, hey, if in you- In that sliver of time, I am awesome Amy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy. I have Listen, stolen your title. We went to a new paragraph. Okay. Um, awesome Amy said, hey, if you are enjoying the Hallmark holiday movie season, there is a TV service called Friendly, and it's spelled F-R-N-D-L-Y. It's only $7 a month. You can watch all... No, no vowels. You just won freaking Wheel of Fortune when you didn't have to spend a dime. <laughs> That's right. I spent no money on those vowels. <laughs> Friendly TV service, $7 a month. You can get it and you can watch all of your holiday movies and more. It's not just for holiday movie watching. Do they have Christmas Story? Do they have Christmas Vacation? I have not. Do they have Die Hard? I have not looked into this. I do not know. I'm just saying, hey, if you don't have all of the rando streaming services that we eventually sign ourselves up for, check out Friendly. We perpetually have them all and then cancel all but one or two (laughs) and then slowly repurchase them all back again. Yeah. We'll go to watch something. I'll be like, oh, shoot, I canceled that one. Then we have to reopen it up. and We set a new precedent the other night. Did we? We went to watch something that was on HBO, which we'd owned HBO Max, yes. which we owned through Hulu. Yeah. And then, but for some reason, the show wasn't showing up. So yeah. we canceled it there and bought it somewhere else. <laughs> we All in it. like a few minutes and yeah. then found the show. We canceled it in our Hulu subscription. And then I just went straight to HBO Max and, and yeah. restarted our subscription there. It's, it's a confusing age we live in. 
Indeed. But maybe Friendly makes it a little easier. I do not know, but I will put a link in the show notes. So if you would like to check it out for yourself, you can do that. Now, you and I have a couple of things. You, you've discovered some interesting things, both some suggested from um, from our Awesome Today group, but one crazy thing happened to us this it was week involving TikTok. Really disturbing. Yes. What? It was early in the week. So, as you're listening, like it would Tuesday, have been last week. Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. of last week. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. It started with us talking. There was a thread in the Awesome Today group about gas stations. Yes, a specific one. Yeah. And so we, and somebody Are mentioned. Are you going to name it? Yeah. And somebody mentioned the come and go. K-U-M. K-U-M. N-Go. N-Go. Which is disturbing. I was like, that cannot possibly be real. Several awesomes were like, oh, it's absolutely real. You guys, I'm 44 years old. I've never in my whole entirety of life heard of Come and Go as a gas station chain. I thought it was hilarious, but I I didn't know it was real. That That happened during the day. That very evening. You mm-hmm. and I were sitting on the back deck enjoying a after-dinner cocktail. And TikToks, as and we TikToks, often do. Yes. What comes up in your feed, on, on oh. your TikTok feed? You'll link to it, I'm sure. Yes. It's a guy who has like a whole series it's of things about the come-and-go gas stations. Yes. He, One in particular. Yes. That's he, near him. How can we say this briefly? He... Um, what sort of started as a prank of making a yeah. life-size picture of himself. Well, so yeah, every everybody who's ever been in a in a convenience store gas station thing has seen displays, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he got curious about this and and some had somehow figured out that the people that work there, including the managers and owners, they don't even know no. what should or shouldn't be there, yeah. all of that. It's just somebody delivers it, sets it up, and so... He went on the quest to create a fake life-size thing of himself yeah. advertising a thing that didn't exist. Yes. We'll put a link in the, yeah. in the group. There's a so whole guys, story. Yeah, it, it, it spins out into a whole it story. It actually turns into a thing that does now exist. It does, yes. It, and it's kind of a marvel of TikTok culture, the way this played out. But yes. all of that to say... Until that very day. And this wasn't even... This was on your phone. Right. On your TikTok account. Now, obviously, you use Facebook on your phone as well and had seen this conversation about the come and go. Yeah. But here it pops up in your feed. Right. Okay, so that happened. Now, as we were watching TikTok. Literally, as we were watching it. One of the twins comes outside to, you know how eight-year-olds are, they will randomly ask you questions about the most random things on the planet. John Kyle comes out to ask us when he can get braces, and he's showing us a specific tooth he's worried about. And yes. so we have like a brief he's conversation. very scientific about Very it. scientific. We have a brief conversation with him about braces, okay? Not even, what, five minutes later? If that... If that. Here comes a TikTok. Was it from an orthodontist? Yes. Which you do. Now, you like, you have your some of your specific niche places of TikTok. None of them are orthodontically affiliated. No. Now, you do sometimes. Chiropractic. I was going to say the chiropractor yeah. ones. You you will get those. Back popping, the snap and cracks. <laughs> you like that. <laughs> snap and crack at the come and go. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> um, never have you or I ever, 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 and we've watched a lot of TikToks, neither of us have ever gotten an orthodontist TikTok. Not one. 
within five minutes of Kyle of John Kyle coming to talk to us about it. Yep, here it is. Here came that. And then there was another one that we cannot remember for the life. Yeah, but it was it was within thirty minutes. There were three in a row that were like, "All right, where's the secret agent on yes. our property who is spying on our lives?" Please do not ever try to tell me that our phones are not listening to us. Absolutely, actively. they are. And I feel like that's, if nothing else, for those of the awesomes who, like me, entertain thoughts of less than legal income. Yeah, what? Don't take your damn phone with you. Okay. Don't talk about it. Don't Google search it. And then don't take your phone with you. Right. Or you're going to get caught. Your phone will tell on you. It will. It's a big tattle phone tail <laughs> thing. Okay. Now, in the Awesome Today group, first of all, Shell had pointed out a news article. Yeah. That was, you have, there was two of them. Okay. Well, she pointed out one, I feel like, and then somebody else pointed out another. Okay. I know one of them has to do with a river in Hawaii. Yeah. Give me, entertain the people. Entertain the people with thoughts on how our phones are listening to us. And. Okay. I found it. <laughs> awesome I'm Natalie. So bad at improv. Awesome Natalie. Linked to an article. And this is so awesome. I, I love this. I love when people bring to our attention things and what a great place to do it. Yes. Awesome Today is a protected group. It's a small elite membership. It says, the party's over for a Hawaiian stream that smells like beer and boasts a 1.2% ABV, which is alcohol by volume. Yeah, this is a um, natural river in the wild. It is a natural river in Hawaii, and people got all concerned because of the smell. They tested it. Yep. The river has 1.2% alcohol by volume. Yes. And so they were, like, all freaking out, they being whatever powers that they are. Mm -hmm. um, evidently, that river somehow is loosely connected to runoff from a... I don't know if it was a place that makes or serves or something, something to do with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And the drainage from there had polluted the entirety of the river. I thought that was pretty amazing. Yes. Now, what was the other article? Well, the other one was that Shell had linked to. Okay. Was uh, somewhere in the UK. They It was a zoo. And they'd had a problem. They had five parrots. Oh, the parrots. Yes. That were just like profane yes and evidently as the the article read at least and i would assume must be true because surely we can trust everything we read i don't know mm -hmm. um, but evidently parrots when they start running off at the mouth about whatever it is that they know how to say that when they get a reaction yeah that it accelerates and they get they get more and more aggressive about it yes and both humans and whichever parrot had talked, then the other four would all respond in such a way that these five profane parrots, they were, it was worse than trying to attend church with a boat full of sailors or something. Yeah, yeah. It was just really aggressive. And then first they had to, they wanted to try to separate them. They definitely wanted to move them away from the entry <laughs> to the whole place. Uh, yes. uh, most people actually enjoyed it and found it quite hilarious. But I love this. I love this, that here's... Five parrots who've completely foiled humanity with their profane talking. And just egging each other on. Yeah. Love it. So yeah. funny. So join the group. You can find that story yes. and link and share your own if you find we something We love cool. it. We love the interesting things that people find. Um, you know it's going to be awesome if an awesome sharing it. That's right. Okay. Speaking of things that you found, last thing, you 
read something and oh, actually yeah. just went ahead and memorized some statistics. I somewhat did. Around yes. short term, at least. Around adults and their smartphones. Adults usage. and smartphones. So, I, just for the record, I know we don't, we've not shared headlines, true headlines in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not stopped reading them. Yeah. There just hasn't been, ugh, there hadn't been much worth sharing. Mm-hmm. It's been a pretty ugly season, and I don't think awesomes need ugly in their life. That's or we'd for call sure. it ugly today, or sort of ugly or something. No, but there was a, this was fascinating to me. There was a study done because our tax dollars have to go somewhere, and it's plainly not for services that help us. Um, there, there was this study done on adults and their dependency upon smartphones, and what level are we getting to, and how okay. do you measure how impactful that is? And they'd said 40% of adults consult their smartphones immediately after copulation. Ooh, that's... A little weird. I, I did not think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say after waking up. And I was no, like, no. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty normal. No, after uh, the old uh, sexual the, interaction. The, right, marital wrestling, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Although it's technically wrestling when it's marital. Okay. Um, there's a difference between wrestling and wrestling. Yeah. That one, I, I was surprised that that's, I mean, that's close enough to half of adults that are like, all right, move. I got to get my phone. <laughs> That's a little creepy. That is a little creepy. I'm just going to say it. But hey, who knows? Now, the other one, I I have arguments about the other one. Okay. The other one, over 50% of adults will take their smartphone to the turlet. Of course, yes. The pooper. Of course. And will stay on the toilet reading their smartphone so long that... They're getting hemorrhoids. Well, possibly. Okay. Though they pointed to rather than hemorrhoids, they said legs and or butt fall asleep. <laughs> now, you could say, as they did, yeah, that this is dependency upon a smartphone that causes this. I would counter here. Okay. And I would say correlation and causation, they're two different things. Sure. And maybe, as a parent of five, yeah. which I am and you are, maybe... They've taken the phone to the toilet, and that's the moment of peace. Mm-hmm. And it isn't the phone that's causing them to stay there that long. It's the the respite from the insanity of their home that it's like, no, you know what? This is all for me. If I come out of the bathroom limping, don't question it. I would agree with that. I'm going to add a tertiary addendum. Okay. Because those are two big words in a row. I yeah. feel I mean, I'm highly outclassed. I'm making that English degree work for me. You yes, know what I mean? You should. Long, long, long before smartphones were ever even a gleam in the eye of Steve Jobs. May he rest. Um, Not in peace. (laughs) You don't love him that much. You're just like, (laughs) well, he can rest. No Um, peace for the wicked. When I was a child slash teenager, I'm just going to say even a young adult. You Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest, a good book, a magazine. magazine. Yes. People have been sitting on the toilet reading since toilets... Right. We're invented. In the in the day of the outhouse, when you had to take a Sears catalog out to well, uh, clean up, read you it, know you're sitting there Read it reading. and clean up Yeah, with exactly. It. People have been sitting <laughs> on the for toilet. For my goose works on my gander. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Yes, it is. Um, people have been sitting and reading on the toilet for I'm going to say ever century since literacy became a prolific part of the human experience. I would wager the toilet book is older than the coffee table book. Yes, absolutely. Unless you have a coffee table in front of the toilet. 
ooh, why don't we? I feel like it's a good idea. I feel like the kids are constantly trying to make that happen. And the younger kids, not the girls, but the boys dragging things into the bathroom. There's like, a lot of weird stuff in yes, the bathroom. Could this be a coffee table in the bathroom? Okay, that's very, very, very fascinating stuff about smartphone usage. I feel like next time we should talk about, we should, we should be transparent and reveal our screen time usage. It was a very fascinating conversation with the teen girls. I so. refuse to participate in this. Well, I'll do it then. Fine okay. by fine. Well, fine by me. Fine. Okay, a couple of programming notes. As a reminder, there will not be a new Friday episode this week. It is the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. Also, some changes are coming. Changes as- are coming because... What? That was a big, awkward silence. Yeah, I was going to say something. I didn't know what you were going to say. Well, I was going to say, out of nowhere, Uh yeah, unsolicited, unpursued, someone has pursued you. Yeah. So, sort of awesome. You may notice on the cover art now, a few minor changes showing you that Sort of Awesome is now part of the Cloud 10 podcast network which is part of iHeartRadio. this is a big thing yeah so yeah changes are lightly afoot at the circle k which we don't have in oklahoma anymore but we don't no casey's bought it out remember we talked about this i don't remember what where am i there is a circle k slash now casey's literally down the street from us and they we've changed talked it? about it yes. i don't even remember talking about this holy moses oh, i have other things i can't say on air okay about that place but i feel completely <laughs> gobsmacked <laughs> what what's happening unfortunately we missed the boat on the come and go we just got casey's Casey's. What's that even stand for? It's not, it doesn't, it's not KC. It's Casey's, like the name C A S E Y. Casey's. Is that a woman or a man? It's a ubiquitous name. I don't know. It can go well, either way. I feel like whoever Casey is is offended that you called him or her <laughs> ubiquitous. But <laughs> sure. I think it's time to wrap this up. You're full of hate and vitriol. Okay. All right. Feel free to use that word I... this week. It's awesome. Just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Do you? Yes. And I feel like we need to have a special post-Thanksgiving venting of the rage. <laughs> Airing of the grievances. It's around the corner. Well, that's for Christmas. That's venting true. of the rage is Thanksgiving. Okay. Venting of the rage. Yes. It's a warm-up to airing of the grievances. It's uh, it's the more aggressive one that's more accepted because it's not, in fact, around the birth of Christ. It's yes. just around the death of a turkey. <laughs> ah, Okay. All right, so happy Thanksgiving. What should everyone do in the meantime, please? Well, first of all, I think you should probably get angry about something. Okay. And then do your damn best to have an awesome today afterwards, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.